If you're a pro wrestler, a trainee, or you're just interested in checking out training, then you are more than invited to join the Knucklelox online classes. Every Wednesday evening, I get together with a group that regularly has been coming to these classes, and we discuss or study or talk about a few aspects that are important, and even though we are not able to have classes physically, we are still able to study professional wrestling and talk about it. I've had a lot of people that have never had a physical class before who've been having these classes regularly and I'm sure they're going to get better afterwards. A lot of people who have regularly trained and then lockdown happened and this way they can still develop and get better and uh, I would love to have you as well. If you're interested in learning a bit more about professional wrestling then please do join the Knuckle Locks online sessions. Follow at Knuckle Locks on Twitter and Instagram and send a message or if you prefer just message me directly and I'm more than happy to let you know all the information about it. No, you're not dreaming, you're not seeing things. This is absolutely a catch-up with a guest here on the David Francisco podcast. Yes, they're back. I told you I'd be away from them for a few weeks, a few months, but they would come back sooner than later. And to be fair, I was expecting for them to come back once wrestling shows come back as well, or at least when I'm able to like sit down with people, we can have a conversation like that. But then Twitch happened. I streamed every day on Twitch during lockdown, and I really enjoy the platform, and I think it has a lot of potential, and I think it helps me a lot with the stuff that I do as well. So, I decided to kind of kill two birds with one stone, and have the conversations that I was having uh, here for the podcast on Twitch. And also put it together and do something that worked really well on Twitch, and a lot of you guys said that you really liked it, which is me sitting with... Uh, my guests and talking about the matches uh, that maybe matches that we had or just like matches we're watching right would basically uh, be a match watch along with David Francisco and his guests and that's what I did yesterday yesterday Monday I am recording this and posting this on Tuesday evening uh, but yesterday I had Connor Mills on my Twitch stream we watched our first match ever, our first singles match ever, and also our last match so far, which is the death match that a lot of people talk about and a lot of people congratulate us on, and they say they really enjoy it. We watched it, we gave a bit of insight on them as well, but before that, I had a catch-up with Connor Mills. I recorded this conversation that I'm about to show you guys here on the podcast, very similar to the conversations that I was having before and that a lot of you said you guys really enjoyed. It's not being in a locker room and sharing, like, um, an actual, like, cool moment with someone and a nice conversation with someone face-to-face, but I do believe it's the best thing that we can have apart from that. I'm very happy with it, and uh, I'm sure that you'll enjoy this conversation. It's a bit chopped up. I didn't want to have, like, parts that I know for podcasts will be boring, like me talking about someone just follow me on Twitch, or just kind of catching up on the chat on Twitch. I just left the, like, the juicy, 
the juicy parts of the conversation are the ones that I'm going to bring here to the podcast. We had a very nice chat. We kind of catch up a bit on what we've been up to. We talk a lot about uh, the matches we've had. We talked a lot about Destination Everywhere and kind of like his perspective on it, how he was approaching, kind of like making the, the stable grow before, obviously, wrestling stopped for a while. And we talked about South Park because it seems like I can't talk about anything else but South Park. It was great to be able to have a conversation again, and I'm very excited about sharing it with you. So let's just get to it. It's a catch-up with Connor Mills here on the David Francisco Podcast. I streamed on Twitch every day during lockdown. I did 27 days in a row of streaming. Uh, and Do you have a guest on every night? No, no. It's like, oh, I got guests recently. Like, oh. um, I had... Who did I have as guests? Well, Yojemo was a guest. Uh, we did something mm, very similar to what we're doing one. here. Um, it was really fun. Uh, Jordan Brakes, Ashmore. I had JJ and Rex. I had Jordan Said. Um, and we basically did like something very similar to what we're doing here. We just like watched matches and talked and stuff. Um, I, but then like on other days, I've watched my own matches sometimes. Um, I've played games. Um, which, <laughs> um, when when you find out which games I've been playing, I'm sure you're gonna bust my balls because of that. Um, what the fuck is Plants vs Zombies? Um, <laughs> I bet you played Fortnite. <laughs> no, 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 I don't like Fortnite. Um, <laughs> like, I'll play it. No, but you I'm didn't play Plants vs Zombies, did you? <laughs> I played Plants vs Zombies. I love it. I played Plants vs Zombies. I played um, a lot of Jackbox. What, what the mobile Pokeballs. game? No, no, so so that's like, there's a full, I'll, I, I'll explain this, I'm happy to. There's a full um, range of Plants vs. Zombies games, right? There was a town defense game that came out for mobile, that came out for computers years ago, before you were born. Um, back in the old days, Mill. <laughs> and there's, and obviously like, there's Plants vs. Zombies 2 and 3, but there's also shooters. There's console Plants vs. Zombies games. Um, and um, they're, they're just shooter games. Uh, like two teams playing and stuff, and they're really fun. I really like them because I like the brand a lot. Uh, uh, Plants vs Zombies to me is the same thing that Adidas is to you. Yeah, so like I streamed all those days, and I, I like I kind of like went back and look at the numbers and the stuff that I enjoy doing as well. And uh, this is really cool. So like every week here on the Twitch stream, normally on Mondays, it's not gonna always be on Mondays, but I'm gonna do what I'm doing here with Mills today, which is we're gonna have a conversation, catch up, and then watch some wrestling matches. If the internet screws up a lot with video, then like just turn the video off. We'll just have your voice if that works better for you. It's okay. It's just temperamental, but it's fine now. It's good quality. Yeah. As long as we can hear you. See your luscious you locks. Yeah, beautiful, right? I'm uh, I'm growing it up. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, I'm growing it uh, out. 2003, Shawn Michaels. Ah oh, man, yeah. I didn't think of that. Um, it's weird because I was like, obviously, I realized very early, and and you saw it. Um, you had a very specific name for my hair. When my hair was like this high, uh, which I'm not gonna say here because um, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't want to throw you under the bus like that. Uh, but like, as my hair was growing, I think like we all realized that um, I didn't have straight hair, uh, and I like I was hoping that it would kind of like curl a bit, like I don't know, like Kenny Omega and Adam Page, uh, but it doesn't. Uh, this is what happens to it. So my next stage Your hair is, is thick. Yeah, man, it's like thick and dry. It like it, it fizzes. Is it frizzes? Frizzes. Fizzes. Yeah. Um, and um, 
so my my hope now is to like outgrow like make it grow past the shoulders so that all of this will be hidden behind my back and no one can see this will bell shape that it's on my you, head right you, now. <laughs> you're literally going through the like the last bits of the awkward stage now though because i remember when mine was like that i think it's like that in the match you're about to watch and it was just so annoying but I, once you um, get past that it's easy with um i never saw you without your hair long now that i think about it i met you, you had long hair and you've had long hair ever since how long has your hair been this big I shaved it all off really november 2014 i think it was and since then, I've just grown it. I haven't cut it. I obviously, I have like a trim and stuff, but I haven't actually properly cut it since then. Because when I was in school, I went through like a weird emo phase where I had it like half blonde and black. And then <laughs> then I wanted it like back to my normal color and just butchered it. So I was like, I'm just going to shave it all off and start again. And here we are. <laughs> Reset your hair. I love that. Is it by your waist now? You haven't Nearly. like... Have you uh, you just kept it going right for for years now? Yeah, right? just I just kept get it growing, trimmed like every now and again, but I don't. Yeah, don't do much else with it. <laughs> That's the proper like professional wrestler's hair, isn't it? Um, just just yeah. grow your hair a lot like that. Um, with um, you plaited a lot as well, which I think gives you a really cool look. It's like it's super unique compared to. Yeah. To everyone else where did you get that idea from is it because uh like obviously like you got hairdressers in a family and they it was it them that decided to do that to you no i was like i was just thinking like like you said like it's a quite a common wrestler's look and i was thinking well how can i make it different and then like also like quite a bit of ufc and like i really like the fighters that do have long hair there i think they have to cane row it like i think it's one of the rules if they do have a certain length hair or something like that and like Jorge Masvidal his hair is always sick so just like stuff like that has like sort of inspired me and, and it's so much easier to wrestle with because uh, like when it's like down and wet it dries super quick when I'm wrestling just breathe it in throughout the match and I just can't breathe and it just makes life so much harder so it's so much easier when it's plaited there I, I I can't think like you're talking about the MMA guys and I definitely can see guys who um who use it and i can see how like it's a super thing in in mma um and um and like i can think in wrestling and eh, joy janella maybe i can think of someone that plots your hair like you i think like it immediately gives you an unique thing that logo with the um, the skull and the platter thing is so obvious connor mills there's a really cool like image and branding that you developed there which is a uh, which is really cool um any any like other inspirations when it comes to like looks and stuff that you bring to wrestling that you can think of uh i don't know if you watched the latest ref pro on that had it slightly different this time just had it like long and down like but plaited still that's just like a jeff hardy 2008 <laughs> which inspired me to do that Got told a lot like this thing of corn multiple times. Let's talk about you being involved in um, in the Ref Pro shows. How's it been the experience of doing those shows regularly? Is it weird to wrestle in front of a crowd? What's the main differences you get there? Yeah, I was just saying, like, I think that set pace for quite a lot of the other no fan shows in this country that followed and, like, shown that they can be quite a good success because, like, most wrestling now is consumed through social media. And, like, that's how it's all so like spread so much and that's why it's so viral and luckily we have that at our disposal and um but yeah as i was saying nothing really compares to like actually wrestling with an audience like nothing can match that energy 
at the same time, there's like so many people who are not wrestling who like should be. So I am super grateful that I still get to wrestle, like nonetheless. I, I was talking about that yesterday. Um, so like yesterday I did a Twitch stream uh, and we watched the pre-show, the, the, the Ref Pro pre-show, the one with Stephanie and Andy. Um, and Andy was kind of saying the same thing, similar, like it's a, it's a good thing that like, it, from the perspective of the wrestlers, he was happy that he was able to still put the shows together and give you guys a platform to still kind of like do wrestling, right? Uh, yeah. And I like, I remember saying yesterday that um, it felt uh like i the way i've i've been dealing with it is like i'm not expecting to wrestle for a full calendar year since last time i wrestled so like i i've i put myself in my head that like i shouldn't expect to wrestle before the 15th of march 2021 and that would be a year right and i guess like yeah. that kind of makes it easier instead of being like oh my god i'm not gonna do it it's just like it helps me focus on other stuff that's important to, yeah to cool. focus on so I'm, but I'm pretty envious that you guys still get to do it, um, <laughs> even if it is the the circumstances that it is. It's been cool. It's been fun as well. Like you've been teaming with um, with um, subscriber to David Francisco on Twitch, the OJMO. Um, <laughs> you you were starting to do that at um, at Fight Club Pro as well, and you guys have yeah. like a pretty good um, pretty good relationship, right? Knowing that is listening to this here, um, how cool is it for you to like team with someone that like are admittedly and publicly friends with and you guys everyone i think everyone can see you have a great relationship and uh why are you better than him actually <laughs> it's wicked because i wouldn't even say we're two friends who team I, we just are a tag team like and my favorite thing about it is it's just super organic and natural you know it, mm -hmm. we didn't say we didn't go up to each other and say we should tag team we should tag team everywhere like this should be our name it just sort of happened He's doing the Destination Everywhere thing with um, Oshin and uh, Charlie and then like made sense to sort of get me in there somehow. I think Progress was the first rumblings of it. Progress then... was weird. Like when Mike was here, he was saying that uh, it was weird because it was Destination Everywhere feuding with, um, with Do Not Resuscitate. And then it was like, it's the three of them and Mills. So it just felt weird for you to not be in Destination Everywhere. Yeah, you it were, just, like, being it just made out. sense. Because, yeah. like, I don't know. I think Faction Stables, they're cool now. Like, they are, like, cool. And they're, like, debatably in vogue. But at the same time, they've always been in vogue, you know? Like, going back over time, they've always been... There's always been factions, and it always will be. But, um, yeah, like, we train together. Like, we all know each other. So, I don't know. It just made sense. And there's no reason not to, as well. And then, like, yeah, like there's there's a tag team in that in uh, Ash and Oshin, and then there's like another tag team now out of um, me and Mike. So yeah, we've got like lo lo loads of like nice interchangeable combos in that as well. How are you guys uh, putting that forward to promoters as well? If you've the four of you have talked about it, because it's like you were saying how. Um uh stables are like in vogue and it's a cool thing and absolutely like i think destination everywhere is definitely like a really cool thing that really got over um in not just in in london but like in a lot of places in the country and obviously like progress as well but it's like is it weird to then go to pro like at an indie level at a level where it's like you're dealing with different promoters for every show as opposed to being like in wwe where you have the stable and you just like only 
working it on like TV or whatever. Is it how's the process of just going around and being like, hey guys, we are stable by the way, if you want to put this together? Are you always depending on what they want? It's a hard one because it was starting to like we're starting to gain traction and like get together, come up with ideas, and then COVID happened. As with everything and this year, like it was getting somewhere, like some with some good wills on it. We had some like ideas in motion. But never really, because of COVID, never really got to the point where we're like, okay, let's start selling ourselves as a package or something like that. Like we yeah. had ideas to get matching gear and stuff like that. And like, yeah, like a, down the line, the plan was to try and get two places as like a faction, as like a team of four. But then, yeah, like sadly, like we couldn't. And it never really got to that point where we would like put ourselves in a position to suggest to promoters like would me and Mike just getting in as a tag team at Fight Club. Had things gone like differently, maybe we'd be like there now as a four. But you know, like shit happens, and sadly we haven't got to that point yet. But hopefully, when things resume, we can pick up where we left off. I think that's the plan. I obviously there was a thing at uh, Redacted Pro Wrestling, um, of which uh, I'm still the champion, uh, <laughs> proudly. Uh, oh, we're we're both like redacted champions now that I, th- that I think about it. That should be the name of the stream. Um, and um, and like there was a weird thing of you like not being uh, like kind of being against destination everywhere on one show, but then on another show in the same city, you guys were together, so might as well just like creatively put you all together. And um, and it's like I think for promotions, it's like just go with what's already established and it's already over, right? Um. Yeah, and then, like again, like I think the main thing about it, and the thing why it felt so good, and like felt like it was gonna go somewhere, it was just like natural and organic. Like it didn't feel like forced. It didn't feel like something like which put together and tried to rush. It just sort of happened, and it started was starting to play out quite quite nicely, quite naturally. We very much had the liberty to just like be able to be creative and do our own thing, you know. Yeah. Um, which I think helps as well. Like, there wasn't a lot of limitation with, like, creativity, right? Maybe maybe you would be frustrating in other places to do that. But it was very much like, hey, this is where we're going to go. So now, like, create and do your own thing. And uh, and I think that way just makes it more fun as well, which is cool. Yeah, definitely. Like, gives you a bit more freedom. And, like, you're kind of allowed to come up with your own ideas and experiment with what does and doesn't work. Um, what have you been doing with um, with like with the rest of your time? Obviously, like um, outside of being able to do these uh, these shows lately, you've been obviously training. Obviously, like what do you do when um, when you're not wrestling? Besides going to the Adidas shop and buying everything, uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, work and do. working out. That's literally all I do. There was a. I think people are gonna see. We're gonna. Um, yeah. We're gonna talk Yourself? about it. What have you been up to? I've been uh, um, uh, very much focused on on figuring out stuff like this. You know, like oh man, how what should I uh, do on Instagram? What should I do on Twitter? What should I do on like experimenting things and stuff? Because he has plenty of free time. Um, just been doing that. And the main thing about it, I was talking with uh, with Curtis about this the other day. Is like, uh, like I'll do this because I like to above everything else like why are you spending uh two hours or more several times a week like doing this or recording a youtube video or whatever it is and it's like 
I just do it because I like to. And it allows me, like, a chance to catch up with, with my friends. Because obviously, like, we haven't seen each other, like, actually proper seen each other in months now. Um, when was the last time? Was it Richmond Park? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was uh, Richmond Park. <laughs> that's, like, that was months and months ago. And we haven't, like, properly seen each other since then. So this is a cool thing to just, like, being able to catch up and stuff. But besides that, I've just been trying to also catch up on stuff outside of wrestling that I should watch and I haven't yet. And the big kick that I've been in lately is South Park, which I keep talking about and mentioning here. But I'm like halfway through the fifth season. <laughs> and I, I, I honestly, I love it. Um, it's, it's great. The last episode that I've seen is the one where Token, which, by the way, when they explained the joke about Token's name, I like, it was really funny. Um, when Token basically gets tons of rich people to come to South Park. <laughs> it's the last episode that I've seen. And uh, the more yeah. more episodes I see, the more I like Cartman uh, as a character. It's just like, I think he's ridiculously funny. Yeah. One of the, um, one of the episodes yeah. before that one. I love is the, the newer where... seasons. I watched the pandemic special recently and it's superb. <laughs> I think Randy is my favorite character. I haven't watched the pandemic special yet, even though like uh, you keep bigging it up and other people do as well. I like. I feel like would I be doing it the wrong way if I skip, you know, episodes and go away? Even though like it's not like things are gonna. I'm gonna not not understand the story. I'm sure because things are a bit episodical. Um, well, that's the thing. Like in the in the newer, well, in the older ones, they're kind of like uh, just one-off episodes. There's not much of a story. They they may have like a one to three episode like into twine in story or like yeah. story that plays out over a few episodes but in the newer ones they started to follow more of a story i think to mm -hmm. like keep the show fresh it's like a lot of it's to do with like the pan it's like led to the pandemic special and it's real good yeah i i know about the um, the pc um the, the pc character and like <laughs> i don't even know who the character is or like where it stands in the in the city and i feel like i'm doing that on purpose because i just want to watch the episodes as it goes until uh, until we get there which would be cool um i i think one of the things i found the funniest on uh, with when it comes to south park is um eric cartman angry i i really laugh at at him <laughs> like being angry at people there's uh, the latest scene that made me cry uh of laughter is the one on the episode where he buys the theme park and um and he like right after he, he he decides to sell it back um there's a kid saying oh daddy let's go and ride whatever and he screams at the kid god damn it get out of my my rides <laughs> in the funniest way i i love it i'm really is that really is funny. that the adventureland one uh it's the the cartman else. land this is Cartman Land. It's it's the one where he buys the, the theme. He gets a million dollars from his grandmother and he buys the theme park, uh, and because he doesn't want anyone to go there. But then he needs to start admitting people to go there because he needs to hire security and stuff. And uh, yeah. it's the one where Kyle is almost dying because life is unfair, and then he sees that life is not unfair because Cartman's crying. So gives me gives him life again. Just remind everyone, like, uh, where can people follow you on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff? Uh. Instagram at Colin Mills underscore ninety eight. Catch me there most. That's where I'm most active. And uh, are you on TikTok? Are you gonna do dances? No, absolutely That's, not. 
that's the content that I think everyone wants to see. It's just a uh, um, destination everywhere doing TikTok dances. Do it. Maybe me and Mike will stream Warzone because we're getting really good at it. Um, we and should. Mike's oh, got like a really cool game in laptop. We should play Warzone one day on stream as well. Yeah, we'll do that. That should be fun. Do you have it? Yeah. I have it on my Xbox. I haven't played them a lot, so I'd totally be doing tanking the team and going to the Gulag constantly, but we should definitely like the three of us do a thing and just play. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we have to play now. We have to play. <laughs> we'll do it. If I listen, I played Rocket League with Matt. You're, like, I am not that. Uh, honestly, I, I, I play it a lot, but I'm not very good. But Mike's gotten mm. really good really quick. So if we play it, it would just be really funny. But actually, give some good comedy. You're saying that Mike got really good really quick at something? That's strange. That doesn't sound like the old JMO at all. There, I put you over. Thank you for the subs for subscribing. It didn't even cost you anything. Prime subscriptions, which I appreciate. Thank you. Um, he says he's up for it on the chat. Mike says he's up for it. So we'll set that up. It was great catching up with uh, one of the greatest guys that I know in wrestling. I'm sure that um, like we've had the most singles matches against each other, right? So the person that I had the most matches with, and if not the most matches, will be definitely the most singles matches with, has been Mills. And the person that he had most singles matches with has been yours truly. So uh, it's it's a great um, friendship we have there. And, uh, um, and I can't wait to know where it's going to take us. You know, I know that we're going to have plenty more matches against each other and uh, always in bigger and bigger stages. And I'm very excited about the future and see where that's going to lead us. This conversation, though, leads us to the end of this edition of the podcast. I appreciate you guys listening. And let me tell you that my plan is to bring these conversations every week here to the podcast. Next week, I'm going to have Roy Johnson. It's set up. Just a heads up. Uh, the conversation will be on Tuesday. I normally post the catch-ups on Tuesday. Well, the conversation with Roy are, is going to be on Tuesday. So it may not be available Tuesday evening. If life gets in the way, like life got in the way today, and I wasn't able to put this podcast out Tuesday morning, I'm doing it at the end of the day, then it may come out on Wednesday. But there, there's my heads up. And I have some cool guests that I have lined up that I'm sure you guys are going to uh, be very excited about. By the way, if you want to help me, then give me some suggestions. Maybe there's some people that you guys would really like to see on the podcast. I'm more than happy to bring them here. Just send me a DM uh, on or tag me uh, in a tweet or an Instagram story at DeFrancisco underscore one. I would love to get your feedback and know who you guys would like to listen to here on the David Francisco podcast. Thursday, I'll be back. I'll be back to, to give you a bit more insight about this Twitch stream. Also, let you talk about a bit of the, the news of the week uh, and how that kind of affect me. I got a lot of stories to tell and a few thoughts that I have to share with you, but we'll save that for Thursday when I share with you what's on my mind and uh, we'll close this edition of the podcast here. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>